Welcome, everybody, to Raw and Order, the Wrestling Booking Unit. This is a very special episode, and it's special not in the good way special. Um, uh, I am joined... Technically, special could be a bad way, too. Yeah. But I am joined by, as you just heard, uh, JLB Justin LeBlanc and my uh, co-host and partner in crime fighting, DA Vincent K. Fabe today. Um, today is is a disturbingly sad day for... It's not Rusev Day! I'll it tell is you not that, Rusev Day. Um, and if you're, if you're a wrestling fan, you've probably already heard it, but if you haven't, just to cover, uh, today, uh, WWE dropped the hammer and uh, released, I think it, the total is like 24 wrestlers as well as a bunch of backstage producers and and writers and such, uh, referee Mike Chioda. Um, oh God, and I'll, I'll just quickly go over the list of the confirmed ones, and then we'll talk about some of the ones that are at least rumored but haven't been 100% confirmed. But so, um, according to the statement from WWE, WWE has come to terms on the release of Kurt Angle, Rusev, Drake Maverick, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Eric Young, Rowan, Sarah Logan, No Way Jose, Mike Chioda, Mike Canellis, Maria Canellis, EC3, Aiden English, Leo Rush, Primo and Epico Cologne, as well as uh, backstage uh, names like uh, Dave Fit Finley, uh, Lance Storm, Shane Helms, and Davari. Um, and then reportedly, but they haven't 100% confirmed these, NXT uh, stars, MJ Jenkins, Alexander Jaksic, Deanna Perrazzo, and their interviewer, Josiah William. Um, it's been reported by Frightful that NXT talent is getting 30 days of pay and then are free to do whatever they want. But the terms of everyone else's release have not been uh, made public as far as I know as of yet. But uh, just a... Like when the news started to come out today, my heart sunk. Um, it's it's kind of devastating. You know? I feel like you didn't even mention Rusev though. I did right at the beginning. He was oh, uh, he was number two on the list uh, that I read. Um, but Ru- Rusev is is probably in terms of the the uh, the wrestlers at the top of the list. He's probably the biggest name of active wrestlers. Whoa, uh, that's not true. What, uh, what are you talking about? Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows? Well, yes and no. I mean, like, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, but they've been playing second fiddle to AJ Styles for the year. I'm not trying to to uh, demean them in any way. I think they're awesome. But you in terms of WWE names, Rusev was the one that not that long ago was in the hunt for the world championship, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and And riding out at WrestleMania on a tank. You know, and now he's not. He also is one that that um, I want to focus a little bit on because just a little bit over a month ago, um, and keep in mind, we haven't seen Rusev on WWE TV for a few months now, but just a little bit over a month ago, he pledged over $20,000 of his own personal money to help out any other WWE superstar or talent that was um, suffering or, or struggling during this. Um, and and what he gets for his trouble is is shit canned, you know. Right. Um, and this has got to be really weird for him and Lana. 
now. Yeah, well, and that's that's the deal is, I mean, there's that. Uh, Zack Ryder, of course, is engaged to Chelsea Green, the NXT superstar, who's just on her way up in NXT. Mm. Um, So so that's going to be interesting there. Um, Sarah Logan, of course, is married to one half of the uh, Viking Raiders, and so they're still there. Um, you know, so th- there's there's a lot of those that are kind of like, you know, they've been released, but they still have these ties to. And I cannot tell you, I, I don't have experience with this in this respect, but I can say if m- myself and my wife worked for a company and one of us was was fired, the other one would be less than happy continuing her, correct? Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, I've been in situations like that, too, um, where I was fired and my girlfriend had, granted, not my wife, but my girlfriend had still worked. It's it's rough, but it just depends on what the job is, too. Look at Moxley and um, and Renee, you know, like. Well, I will Mox say one wasn't thing. fired. Yeah, Mox was not fired. And that's an sure. important distinction to make when you leave on your own terms versus uh, being forced to leave changes the math in your head entirely um you know i i got let go from a job years ago like five years ago six years ago uh and to this day my wife hates that company just with a passion and she didn't work for the company she is you know she just uh, feels like it was such an unfair treatment Hmm. uh but can you imagine if she felt like it was such an unfair treatment but she also still had to rely on them for her income. And even more than that, now rely on them for both incomes. Right. You know, now, I mean, there are some names to point out on on that list, uh, most specifically Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Um, they have fairly successful outside of WWE careers, right? Uh, with the major, major wrestling figure podcast. Um, and, and so, you know, they... In a way, they had been planting seeds for knowing eventually they weren't going to be with WWE. Um, and so, I mean, I guess in a way, they've they prepared themselves a little bit for, especially since on the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, they, they both go by their real names, Matt Cordona and um, Brian Myers, um, which, which helps... Uh, with name recognition once they can no longer use Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, right? Right. Uh, but there are a lot of these people, like, if I threw out the name uh, Jeremy Fritz, would you know who I'm referring to? It's definitely not Rusev. No, it is not Rusev. That is Eric Young's real name. Oh. Um, how about uh, Levi Venezuela? That sounds like uh, No Way Jose. That would be No Way Jose's name. <laughs> um, that makes it a little easier since since that um let's talk about uh james Curtin. nope that's drake maverick's real name you know oh, wait. I, I, um young isn't but isn't that his copyright that's not different now eric young did use it beforehand and that's worth pointing out um the same thing with um ec3 will be able to continue to use ec3 because he started that before he came there um but, you know, a, a bunch of them. Leo Rush used that before he came there. So um, so he'll be able to keep doing it. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows used those in New Japan. Japan. So mm-hmm. they'll be able to continue using those. But, like, Rusev... Um, is nothing without Rusev Day. Are you, 
Are what you, is like, happening? Carrying, open a package over there or something? <laughs> Maybe I want some cheese, okay? You got a problem with this? Well, yeah, the just might. Or the listener might. Jesus. Yeah, just a little loud. Um, oh, Jesus. Don't but you so, know. But so, like, um, jo- Joseph Rude, right? Nope. Going by that name, you're, you know, it's, he's basically starting from scratch on. Um, and it's not like Rowan, Eric Rowan, was a huge name, but he identified for by that for, what, seven years in WWE? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, and these are all people that are going to have to go back to the drawing board and basically try to start their fandom all over again. You know, Rusev, you know, being as big of a name as he was, you know, if uh, he's on the card as Miroslav Barnyavnyshev, geez, I, I apologize for butchering that name. Barnyashev? Miroslav Barnyashev. But, um... Hey. Your next job should work at a slaughterhouse because you definitely butchered that name. I did. I butchered that name hard, and I apologize to Rusev. Butting uh, But, you know, Drake Maverick has a fallback. He, before he came to WWE, he was a Rockstar Impact Spud. Wrestling star as Rockstar Spud. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he owns the rights to that, but if he were to go back to Impact, he would have the ability to use that no matter what. I assume Impact did a big deal about uh, granting all of their their wrestlers the rights to their creations. So I assume he owns the rights to Rockstar Spud. Um, uh, Heath Slater, his real name is Heath, just a different last name, so he might be okay. Isn't that Miller? Um, yep, Heath Miller. Um, but, you know, a lot of them are, are basically going to be starting from scratch on this. And, and I mean, part of my frustration with this is just a little over a month ago, uh, WWE issued a statement saying that they had uh, let me see if I can find the the exact wording of it. Um, but and but while you're looking for that, um, I do just want to point out, like, what is this kind of due to? So yes, obviously the whole COVID situation, but now they're considered an essential business, so they still can uh, get produce. money through produce and still get money through their TV tapings. They're obviously not getting any crowd uh, attendance funding or venue funding from any other shows. So I do get that. Uh, you know, Vince McMahon is now part of Trump's economic advisory board, which I imagine has some money involved into it. But then again, we also do have XFL, who just went bankrupt, which Vince McMahon owned a pretty penny of. Um, um, I, as far as I can tell, um, there is no real rhyme or reason. Okay, so the the quote that I was trying to find, and I, I couldn't find the exact quote. Um, I had it somewhere, but in my uh, rattled mind, um, that a little over a month ago, uh, WWE uh, had a statement that they said uh, they had vast amounts of resources to help them through this crisis, including half a billion dollars in cash on hand to help them through. Something like that. Hmm. And if and if the statement was, wasn't quite that, uh, someone listening wants to correct me. I'm I'm all ears. open to it. Yeah, you know, all ears, right? But but still, five hundred million dollars in in resources to help them through this it was less than a month ago, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and by their own estimation, these cuts have saved them about four million, right? Uh, so that's not that much. No. No, that's that's kind of my point. Is it small small potatoes? They didn't cut any like absolutely huge contracts. Uh, they didn't cut Brock Lesnar. I would say Gallows and Anderson 
was the biggest of those. Yeah, Gallows and Anderson were probably the biggest. They'd re-signed not too long ago for some hefty bonuses to keep them away from AEW. Um, But, you know, Goldberg earned $10 million to appear at Saudi Arabia and then a few episodes of SmackDown before losing the belt at uh, WrestleMania, right? Ten million dollars. Yeah, but I feel like also Goldberg's contract and Brock's contract, for that matter, allows them to get their money no matter what happens with their contract. There's got to be something in there, or else why wouldn't you just say, "Okay, Goldberg, buy." Okay, Brock, buy. You know, there has to be something in there where no matter what WWE does, they're still entitled to all that money, for sure. Well, it is buy for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's the deal. Is uh, yes, their, their their contracts probably are more guaranteed. And that's why I didn't really bring up um, Brock, because Brock's is a, is a different kind of situation. He's got a, yes, a huge contract, but it's also a guaranteed play. Yeah, and pay for pay for play. The the Goldberg one is the bigger one, because once again, those were those were one off deals. Right. Right. It was a 10 million deal for a month's worth of appearances. And then. And then he gets to fuck off and do whatever, right? And so if language, I'm frustrated. So I'm, <laughs> um, but so and that and that's the deal. That's part of this. If if they were really in a worry for money, was spending ten million dollars a month ago on a, a one-off or two-off appearance by a a aging former superstar worth it? I mean, that well, one appearance was more than all of these cuts combined, right? Yeah, I, think, I think that that brings up a bigger issue, though, that stems from a lot longer before this than this. And that is, why are you spending $10 million to put a title on somebody that nobody wants to see the title on? Like, so nobody was like, ooh, hey, Goldberg should win that. It's, uh, well... Well, no, to please to please the to please the Super Showdown fans, though, the people in Saudi Arabia, because at the end of the day, they're getting twenty million dollars for that show or whatever they got, right? So that's why they did it. Vince is all about money. He's all about business. It doesn't he doesn't care about anything else aside from those things. So that's why they did that, because he's like, well, I'm gonna get Goldberg on that show, and I'm gonna get the. Um, get Goldberg to win that uh, just because the fans would like it they know who Goldberg is they like him and they're giving me 20 million dollars so I'll give them whatever they want you know so yeah it makes sense uh, well I mean here, here's the deal is in in the end he's making a business decision to uh, increase his his um pocketbooks basically because here's ultimately the deal uh, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, WWE made $77 million in net income, uh, which is earnings minus expenses in 2019. Uh, According to Forbes in 2019, Brock Lesnar's downside guarantee, which does not include the additional pay for events, was $10 million, right? Mm. Um, Vince McMahon is worth, I want to say it was $1.8 billion. But net worth Uh, is not the same as cash value. No, net worth isn't necessarily the same as cash. I get it, but it is the same as credit because it means you've got liquid assets that you can deal with, right? Whether it's houses and all of this stuff, whatever, right? But on top of that, WWE went to bat just last week to get WWE wrestlers and employees considered essential workers in Florida, right? Um, And then less than a week later, 
they shit can 24 of them, right? Well, and the, here's the deal. I mean, so so while we're pushing Austin Theory, and, and nothing against Austin Theory, but this is a no-name that you could have. So, I mean, even the business decision doesn't make a lot of sense because squashing, squashing out Gallows and Anderson and throwing them out of the company is very, very different than keeping... Oh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, that I watched tonight. He went up against Dexter. Anyway, um, the guy that wrestled Dexter tonight. Um, you know, uh, there's 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 better ways to cut. You know, maybe renegotiate contracts or um, and so like Epico and Primo. Okay, yeah, this makes sense because they're consistently in Puerto Rico. So I don't want to I don't want to over scrutinize the downsides to this, but there are some business decisions that were made. There are also some that just don't make sense. You know, as a whole, Ryder and Hawkins weren't really on television, but they were enhancement talent. So you just renegotiate. Like, I don't know that they even came to the table with a, hey guys, we'd like to renegotiate your contract. As far as far as I know, as far as the reports I've seen, they didn't do anything in terms of renegotiating. They just said, we're cutting you. Here's the thing, like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, um, it's important to point out that, especially Zack Ryder, he is literally the reason uh, that WWE has developed the social media game that they have. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, if if Zack Ryder doesn't come along and do his whatever called Internet Long Champion. Island Internet Championship and all of that stuff, the remember what the series was called, Long Island Broski, Long something like that. Um, we. D- WWE does not develop their social media policies the way they are. You don't get all of these social media shows that they put out. You don't get them partnering with Xavier Woods for Up, Up, Down, Down, Um, which Xavier Woods is a perfect example of another uh, wrestler who has uh, at least had the foresight to plan a post-WWE option. Right, because yeah, he owns. He used WWE as a uh, as a launching platform for his own mm-hmm. platform. Yep, because he owns the rights to Up Up Down Down. He yeah, he, uh, he hosts it under his uh, under a different name than his WWE. So he's developed that as a name. Um, because of course WWE owns Xavier Woods, but they don't own Austin Creed, which is his Up Up Down Down name. Um, but uh it's just it's just frustrating because like i say wwe doesn't need to do these cuts at at most they could have uh done a a form of furlough on a lot of these wrestlers and said hey you and know some of that still not out some of that is still a furlough but on 1099 it's it's a cut mm-hmm. yeah and let's do they may eventually bring some people back right but but the other way they could do it is like you say just negotiate and say hey listen rusev with the the fact that we can't do live events with attendance and all of this stuff and we can't tour around right now and get the that gate we we've got to cut cut back on some some staffing for a while so for the next two months we're not going to use you um you know and and we'll just pay you the absolute minimum that we can um but when we go back to doing live shows or if this continues longer we'll renegotiate at that point but they don't they just come along and they just said get out just get as out. best we know mm-hmm. i'm sure there's more to this behind the scenes but and, and i'm and i'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here but um but you guys also know what this is too right this is vince mcmahon also knowing that 
AEW is not going to pick you up right now because they're in the same financial band as I am. So I'm not worried about AEW signing you to yeah. a contract. And so, you know what? I need some money. Uh, I want to kind of let these guys go anyways, but I know no one else is going to pick them up. So ciao for now. Yeah. I mean, well, that's- I think that's, that's a lot of what the Rusev deal is because I, he was in the middle of a pretty fierce negotiation and this is just him being told, Hey, you lose the negotiation. Mm-hmm. No, that uh, you're right. That's 100% part of it because that's part of the frustration is right now. I know impact wrestling doesn't have the available spare fund to hire a bunch of these guys. I would love to turn on Twitter tomorrow and see it just filled with, you know, this person is now AEW. This person, you know, Drake Drake Maverick or Rockstar Spud is is all elite. You know, I would love to see that. Um, I would love to see uh, EC3 show up in AEW or back on Impact or or Ring of Honor or wherever, right? But right now, all of those companies are in basically the same position. The difference is all of those companies uh, have not cut any employees during this. Correct. They, they've, all, they've all told their employees, hey, we're not going to be doing more shows right now. And so because of that, you're not going to be getting those extra show bonuses. Uh, but, I mean, it's it was very well known that AEW said we're going to pay um, any of we're going to pay just your regular contract price for anyone uh, on the roster, even if they don't come to the tapings. Right. Um, you know, but but they don't have unlimited. I mean, yes, Tony Khan could probably buy and sell Vince McMahon. Uh, he he is worth, I guarantee you, way more than Vince McMahon. Oh, but but he still is not unlimited money. Right. Uh, you piss, piss off Vince, man. Because I'm pissed at us, him. So he's gonna put us. He's gonna put us in the bankroll. Uh. No, he's not. What is he gonna do? We're nobodies. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and that's part of you know why it's frustrating that he did this, because I would love to see almost all of those people, um, it, you know, go someplace else and and just be able to put this behind them and and continue on with their careers. But that's not gonna happen, at least not in the immediate future. You know, we're not going to see a post tomorrow morning that says, you know, Miroslav is all elite. We're not going to see a post tomorrow morning that shows Rusev and Aiden English uh, standing saying, it's Miro Day on Impact Wrestling. We're just not going to see that right now. Um, and that's part of the frustration is, you know, these these cuts didn't need to be done. This is This is not a company that was losing money. WWE was not losing money. I, right. I think it's important to point out WWE is not losing money. This is not the same as your rest- restaurant down the street that's a family-run restaurant and because they can't uh, serve any people right now, they're losing money to keep people on staff and they're they're going to go bankrupt. That's not what's happening with WWE. WWE has $500 million <laughs> sitting around that they could spend before they got even close to that, right? Uh, This is just someone uh, saying, hey, I'm I'm not making as much money as I want to, so how can I make more money? Let's trim the fat uh, in the middle of a global pandemic. And that's, I mean, it's frustrating to me. Anyone who has followed this podcast knows 
that I've had some problems with WWE over certain moral choices that they've made over the years, uh, including the Saudi Arabia deal. Um, you know, I mean, there's a there's a lot of those little things, but I but this is kind of in a way this is the straw that broke me. You know, because uh, I just this didn't need to be done, right? And that's what's so frustrating for it. You know, um, and then you know. Uh, Seth Rollins, who don't get me wrong, I'm I'm gonna say this again. I've been a fan of Seth Rollins since I first saw him. Right? I like him. I like him as a wrestler. Uh, he seems like a nice enough person, uh, but he is also a uh, Vince McMahon lapdog. Uh, he definitely has bought into the Vince McMahon way. So he gets on Instagram live tonight and issues this this plea to. You know, all of the other uh, WWE now is not the time to turn on each other and 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 get angry and all. Now is the time to unite and come together. Um, and and I know what he's meaning by it. He's basically saying, "Listen, don't air the dirty laundry out there to all of you people who still have jobs. Now is not the time to badmouth the company because guess what? You're gonna get shit canned too." Right. But but the thing is now is the time to uh, to unite and talk about it because in, in this same global pandemic right that has uh, cost the, the same amount to the NW uh, the well the NBA the MLB uh, the NHL the NFL you know these are all sports uh, that cannot do live events right now that make their money off live events, right? Um, but those those sports there all have one thing in common, and that is they have not let go a single athlete in this. And and why haven't they let go any athlete? Well, there's one really easy reason that they haven't, is all their athletes are unions. Right. They've got unions. Uh, so they can't just be- There are some multiple owner um, setups. Well, there is. is which been a downside for Vince for many years is that he's a single owner set up because wrestling is um, I don't want to say this word but um, scripted we'll say scripted instead mm-hmm. um, but but it doesn't I mean here's the deal if you're the owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now just to pick one out of the hat right and you can't do uh, your spring training camps that would be coming up soon and you can't do your uh, draft boards like you want to and all of that stuff. You can't even have the big spectacle draft that you normally have that that makes money, right? You really do want to cut as many losses as you can. And those $10 million a year paychecks are, are big losses to do. But they can't because there's a CBA, there's a union that has said, hey... Um, you know, you have to be prepared for the ups and downs in the global economy. And you, when you sign us to a contract, you are signing us to a contract, and you can't just fire us for no reason. There are reasons in those contracts that they can be fired. They're negotiated in the CBA. But just because you want to save some money because the economy's turned down is not one of them. And uh, there's, there's an independent wrestler that I'm a big fan of named David Starr. Um, David, if you happen to run across this podcast, I love you, man. I'm a big fan of yours. Shoot me a holler sometime. I'd love to have you on the show. Um, but David is 
is a very big uh, proponent of unions. He um, has worked very hard to unite a lot of independent wrestlers. Unfortunately, they haven't fully unionized yet, but still to unite them together so that they can uh, have some negotiating power and and get some some um, security out of it. Uh, and that's the deal is, is this is the time that all of the wrestlers who still have jobs need to come together uh, to help guarantee that they continue to have jobs, right? Because as long as nothing changes, nothing changes, right? So, so right. like, like don't get me wrong. I'm I'm portraying AEW and and Impact Wrestling and and New Japan and Ring of Honor as the good guys here because I do think in many ways they are the good guy. Um, all of those uh, wrestling promotions have not cut any people at the moment. And but, also Japan. Hold on, Japan. Well, I, I was gonna get to that in a bit. So, we'll, we'll, but it we'll links talk. perfectly well. It, it does. But we'll, we'll talk about the Japan uh, statement in a bit because I, I want to be able to focus because uh, I do think it's a very good game. Cool. Um, so, but none of them have laid off any people, despite the fact that because of Vince McMahon's own rules that he set up over over the last 40 years in wrestling, uh, all of the employees for Impact Wrestling are technically independent contractors. All of the wrestlers for AEW are technically independent contractors. All of the Ring of Honor wrestlers, independent contractors. And even overseas in Japan, they're all independent contractors. So in all of those companies, they could do exactly what Vince McMahon did. But Vince McMahon's the only one who has done it. And that's important to note that Vince McMahon... Now, to get to what Justin was about to talk about... Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll let him talk about no, it. No, no, go was, ahead. It's yours now. There was a big meeting today... <laughs> Uh, between um, uh, New Japan Pro and I'm trying to to, to find because I had it open and anyways New Japan Pro and all of the other um, uh, wrestling companies in Japan and the government and uh, they the New Japan people Tanahashi was one of them um, presented some some points to the government that they wanted uh, some assurances on and uh, the biggest one, the number one one, was uh, they said, listen, we understand that in this time with this pandemic, testing supplies are limited and uh, first responders and, and frontline workers and all of that need to be tested. That, that's the important thing. But uh, for us to continue to do wrestling at anything, we would ask that we get allocated some tests of our own so that we can make sure our independent contracting wrestlers are safe and healthy as well um they negotiated uh they said i shouldn't say negotiated because it hasn't 100 percent been uh approved but i'm pretty sure it will get approved but they uh they said you know um even though all of our employees are independent contractors we ask that they get the same uh benefits uh from loss of income that anyone else any any regular employee could get meaning unemployment benefits and stimuluses like like uh, i know um up north in canada they're doing certain ones uh for unemployment here in america a lot of people recently just got their stimulus check from that um a lot of people have been signing up for unemployment but in america if you are an independent contractor you don't qualify for unemployment in the typical way. Um, now there is there is a 
program in the government for independent contractors who have found themselves laid off. So they they do have an a form of unemployment. But in Japan, uh, the the all of these wrestling companies have united together to say our independent contractors should be paid as regular employees for for purposes of any government help, which uh, is a big thing. Um, since I don't have the whole thing in front of me right now because I had it open and then uh, I closed it for some reason, mostly because I'm an idiot. Um, Justin, <laughs> do you have it open in front of you anymore? No, I, I don't, unfortunately. Uh, I didn't even have it open. I was just kind of getting a brief summary of um, what the meeting was about in that regard. You pretty much covered it, though, because it's not confirmed yet. It's not like done deal. This is what yeah. uh, all the contractors are going to get. This, this was their demands. I say demands. This was their request, request. Right. Uh, to the government. Um, let me see if I can find that for a bit. But but that's that's important for uh, uh, for a lot of reasons in terms of, I mean, that shows that a company that has that follows the same rules that WWE follows uh, can still function in a a moral way, if that's the way to to refer to it. Yeah, but look, it's it's just like anything else, like any big company. You don't see Walmart, you don't see McDonald's, you don't see uh, any of these big corporations have unions. Why don't they have unions? Because they want to be able to dish you out whenever you want unions are great but at the same time unions cause so much uh so much hardship towards the actual business themselves even if they are a good business unions can cause one a lot of employees who are extremely lazy who don't do their job properly to also keep their job as well it's it's a lot of pros and cons there too there definitely are. I'm not saying unions are perfect. There's no perfect in this world. But but and I and I can tell that uh, DA Fabe is keeping quiet on the unions front because that might be one place that we dis disagree on. Um, but it's unionized. Yeah, unionized. Uh, um, but here here I found the um the formal proposal from uh, New Japan Pro. This is um official uh from the new japan pro wrestling official website right um so you had uh bushi road company director Taka takaki kidani hiroshi tanahashi and chairman naoki subayashi sugabayashi um as well as representative from stardom pro wrestling noah all japan pro wrestling ddt pro wrestling Diana, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, and Tokyo's Lower House Assembly Hall. Uh, they got together with representatives of the um, government, including the Japanese Minister of Education, Culture, Sports, Science, and Technology, um, and they discussed. And, and here are their formal proposal. It says, The current Nobel coronavirus pandemic has seriously affected the entire professional wrestling industry, including but not limited to Bushi Road Group members, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Stardom. Professional wrestling is a contact sport, and even matches without public presence is a dangerous undertaking in the current climate. We cannot allow the flame of professional wrestling that has burned brightly in this country for over half a century to be exterminated. Therefore, we hereby make the following request. Testing kits. While we understand that top priority for medical supplies must go to those in centers on the front lines of battling this disease, if at all possible, we request that kits be supplied to test and protect wrestlers and staff within the industry. 
compensation for a contracted wrestler. Not only the wrestlers under contract in our group of companies, but those in the industry at large are designated as contractors whose livelihood is therefore threatened by not being able to perform in the current climate. We ask that contracted wrestlers be met with benefits and protections befitting full-time employees. Um, uh, Tanahashi um, actually gave gave a speech at it saying, while events have been canceled, our wrestlers have been training diligently and maintaining their focus for the eventual return. Yes, not being able to wrestle does make a lot of us concerned for our livelihoods, but in the world of sports, be that baseball, soccer, or sumo, I feel that professional wrestling should be the anchor. I think it should be acceptable for professional wrestling to be the last sport to return to full activity. I want people to know that when professional wrestling is back, then and only then, it truly means that Japanese entertainment has properly recovered. Snap. Uh, and then uh, the person from Stardom says, on a personal note, on February 19th, I was scheduled to have a birthday party event, which was canceled. On March 8th, we streamed a live event with no fans from Karokin Hall. <laughs> Uh, but since then, there have been cancellations after cancellations. We list our occupations as professional wrestlers, but to not have matches is, of course, incredibly frustrating. If we have access to testing kits for wrestlers and staff, it can put the minds at ease and help us return to active duty. Rather than sitting and waiting for an unclear point in the future, to be able to make some kind of action like we're doing today is something I'm extremely grateful for. I hope this can help the entire industry come back strong. And it goes on from there. So... Um, but I mean, there, there are a lot of important things in there, but Tanahashi, uh, arguing that professional wrestling should be the last sport to come back full time, that, uh, it, it should be the anchor that tells everyone that we've made it through the storm is, it's kind of powerful because mm. that's a guy at the top of the game there, um, say, but, and yet in America, WWE was listed as an essential service. Yep. <laughs> And then shit canned a bunch of their employees. Uh, and I, oh, Jesus. Did we lose UDA, Fabe? No, I'm still here. Okay. I was just going to let you guys ramble. <laughs> but, but so, uh, you know, it's just frustrating. Um, I, DA Fabe can attest, I was a fan of Rockstar Spud before he came to WWE as Drake Maverick. I thought he um, is a very, very talented wrestler. He is probably one of the best uh, comedic wrestlers in the business. And he didn't get enough of a chance to showcase that in WWE, even though he did have the comedy spots with the um, AOP and the 24-7 championship and so on and so forth. Um, he is phenomenally talented. And I, I would love to see him against Orange Cassidy in a match. I think that would be great. Um, and so I'm hoping I'm hoping a lot of these people can can bounce back eventually but like you say all of the other places they could land are in the same position right now so yeah. we'll have to kind of wait and see um i'm just I'm, I'm a little shook today i'm a little disheartened with the the wwe side of the industry today um the the apparent greed of wwe right now um it, it's not a very good look on them uh, but I mean, are you really like, I, I, I know you're clearly that shocked, but I mean, and I'm just also saying this because I've recently watched the, 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 the Snuka documentary in Vince McMahon's apparent uh, meeting that he had with how Snuka didn't really get uh, charged for anything back then. And, you know, just the whole thing with now Vince McMahon, you know, just Vince, Mc, this is Vince McMahon has a track record for being 
a complete businessman and not having a heart. He does what he wants for the business. He doesn't have compassion. He doesn't care about the wrestling world. He cares and, about his business and what he and, can gain from it. And I get that, but there is a lot to be said about the PR side of things. And this is that's part of why it was so shocking, is this is so much negative PR uh, in such a short period of time. Um, that if these same sort of things had trickled in over the course of the next month, it might not have had this effect. But the fact that uh, less than a month ago, he said, we have plenty of money. We're going to survive this no problem. Uh, less than a week ago, he was able to convince Florida that uh, WWE is essential to the economy of Florida. Um, at that same day, the uh, super PAC that his wife runs uh, donated... Uh, $18.4 million to uh, the Florida government. Um, totally separate from getting declared essential, I'm sure. Mm. Um, and, and then, but just the, this just sudden, all of a sudden one day saying, we've decided to, to cut a bunch of people. Um, and the fact that some of them, like I said, Sarah Logan wrestled Monday. That's it. Uh yeah, No Way Jose flew from his home out to Florida to wrestle Monday. Right. And then and then get shit canned. Now, uh, I I could go and list a bunch of people who did not fly out to Florida to wrestle on Monday. Uh, I can say with some certainty that Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan will not be on SmackDown on Friday. Um, but you had a guy who literally put his livelihood put his life on the line to fly across the country to perform for you and his reward for it is getting shit canned mm. um and that's that's part of the frustration of it like we could go through the wwe roster and i could find a dozen wrestlers on on there that haven't been on the recent tv tapings right. um, uh, and then you can look at this here and see so many of them that have uh, been recent. So but that's I, I guess I would have liked to seen, and and I understand that it's not it's not appropriate to publicly release the severance packages. Mm-hmm. But I would have liked to have known that there were severance packages offered. Yeah, that's the deal. If if they would have come at this with a different the, way, the dollar amount is so. There's there's the there's the. Um, shrewd businessman side of me um, who says, you know what, at the end of the day, I mean, what use, and, and this is legit, what use anymore? Because people, a lot of business owners see people as a commodity. Um, I'm, I'm blessed to not have an owner who feels that way. However, if I was a liability, um, I would be. We just recently, my organization just recently let somebody go who was a lie, who had become a liability um, publicly, um, and and so it, it, I understand letting go of liabilities if they're liabilities. My best example would be Epico and Primo. They're a liability. They cost you money uh, because they didn't stay in the states and they couldn't get back for a drug drug test primo failed the drug test uh failed the wellness possible uh 
the wellness uh, program um, because he just didn't show up, and it was because he couldn't get back stateside fast enough. You know, um, certain liability, but those liabilities were liabilities before coronavirus, mm-hmm. um, and and so there there's there's the there's the shrewd businessman side of me because I don't think it's like. I don't think Kurt Angle should have been maintained in a contract, but I don't think he should have been maintained in a contract from when he retired. And I don't know if he was doing that much of a backstage role. Um, I can tell you, I would prefer to have Lance Storm in that backstage role who they recently hired and let go. Um, you know, or, or, you know, I, what I don't understand is it, there's some of these that don't make sense. Mike Kyoto was still on at the top of his game. And so that one kind of made me go, Why? Like yep. why? Just why? Why drop Mike Kyoto? He's been a, a great referee for 31 yeah. years for you guys. And and don't get wow. me wrong. Like I'm not trying to belittle Mike Kyoto in any way, but his his salary can't have been that high. Like, no, I mean, you're not saving 10 million. And he was an employee. He wasn't a 1099. Mm-hmm. So you know what what we're talking like Lance Storm and and uh, some of those backstagers their employees they're they're pro- Shane Helms perfect example yeah um they're probably most of those guys are probably furloughed number 1 number 2 i i don't know if Mike Kyoto was a let go um or a, because he is an employee if he's furloughed hey man go be home you you get sick you die um Kurt Angle's knocking on that door of that age and definitely has pre-existing conditions. Maybe not on the internal, but just his his uh, prior drug addictions and everything to painkillers. Um, those are some big things to consider there. And if that's the case, then let's get more specific about it than just releasing this type of stuff. Yes, there are some guys that I don't consider liabilities. So on the shrewd businessman side, I don't have a problem with releasing the liabilities. Why were you maintaining the liabilities? Oh, that was for competitive market. Then you took them out of the market. You pay the rest of their contract. And whatever their guaranteed money is, because all WWE contracts now have guaranteed money, my assumption is though that's the portion that is being paid to them, which over three months would be absolutely fine. Even if you said there's a 90-day non-compete, at the end of 90 days from now, some type of wrestling will start to open back up, and that gives them the ability to renegotiate either with WWE or with AEW. There's a lot of freedom there. The downside is the uncertainty that comes with it. And so the, the nice guy... Um, has paid uh, employees rent before in me um, out of my own pocket, not out of my owner's pocket, but out of my own pocket. Um, the nice guy bought buys coats for coworkers and and you know meals and all that stuff. That side of me, the side that 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 Smarks is is a fan of, the side that love that he loves, not the shrewd businessman side, but the side that he loves of me. Yeah, fuck is, that side. is is saying ah man like i i hate to see this happen to these guys because that is their professions and there isn't open careers right now and 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 so this is this is this way with anybody who's not completely shut down but letting off some of their employees um most businesses in this country right now are either maintaining the entirety of their staff, letting go of exclusively liabilities, not not people who are 
underperforming assets because of of the market, um, or they are um, shut down and everybody's in the same boat. The company's not making money. The people within the company aren't making money. Um, things of that sort. So a good example would be production. You have craft there in Omaha, right? Smarks, ConAgra mm-hmm. Foods, craft. Yeah. Those wow. are still both up. I don't even right. know if they're still officially here because they were going to be moving to Chicago. They were okay. moving their whole ConAgra stuff. Anyways, that's beside the point. So um, I don't. They might still have a lot of their office here, but I know they're yeah. The plan. I know there's still production in Omaha because my cousin uh, drives for them. So um, he's a driver. He's considered essential. He's delivering food. Yeah, there in Omaha, you you have essential employees. Um, and they aren't shutting down for non-essential or essential. The, the We, at the beginning of the coronavirus, my organization that I work for, um, let go of a guy who was a liability and had been developed as a liability for a while. I don't get frustrated over, um, over people like Epico and Primo. I really, I, I, I'm less frustrated about that than I should be, um, probably. But what I am frustrated about is at a 1099, you have a contract to provide them. And if this is the failure in their negotiation on behalf of the wrestlers, then that needs to change too on their behalf. You have a contract to provide me with the opportunity to fulfill my contract. And if you don't, then there should be a bonus for that as well set up in the contract, which may not be the entire pay. It's just a portion of that. And so I, I, there's, there's a part of me that wants to play devil's advocate and say, Hey, listen, man, like most of these people had presented themselves to be a liability at this juncture. Yes. They've, I, I created a slogan for an organization I once worked for that they still use to this day. Um, and I don't get paid for it. I don't get royalties off that. So I understand the heart part of the Zack Ryder thing. I also understand the heartbreak part of the Zack Ryder thing. But I also understand the business part. <laughs> at, at some point, you got to say, Zack, when was the last time you had a good match? Oh, the ladder match where you won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania? Cool. I gave you a WrestleMania moment. Awesome. Guess what else you're going to get? Some royalties. Oh, yeah, we have the put forth a little effort to screw you guys out of royalties by having this online presence that's that was the bigger thing that popped into my head is there's really not royalties anymore either because the wwe network you don't get paid if people watch that watch your match on that oh really no yes dvd buys which which also plays into why it sucks when matches get put on the kickoff show because the kickoff shows don't get put on the dvd Correct. So they don't get and, and really. people can still watch them on the network. Yep. So I thought they at least got a portion of that or something. Nope. nope. Because because the they revenue isn't coming in specifically for that show, right? It's based on buys on on pay per views well, and DVD sales because those are, are gonna, tracked to the exact show. How are you going to turn your your so? Let's pretend I watch the network. You watch the network, Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's pretend that, that we've watched the network and I watch for four hours a month at my $10.99 a month membership mm-hmm. and you watch for 50 hours a month on your $10.99 membership. 
So what percentage of that 1099, you know, let's say it's a dollar, let's say it's 1% of it, or I'm sorry, 10% of it is going to the wrestlers, but you've watched 50 hours worth, meaning you've seen a lot of different wrestlers. That $1 gets split. A hundred ways. Hours away. No, that's an okay, fine, that's a valid point. But at the same time, if, you know, you can build up some kind of ladder where, hey, guys, if uh, TLC 2019 gets over, because I'm sure they have the stats of how many people viewed a certain pay-per-view if or something like that. So, uh, okay, guys, uh, TLC or WrestleMania got, uh, if WrestleMania gets over 50,000 views this month, you guys get this bonus. Yeah, or something like that. I would care test that's considered a byproduct of of your base salary that we pay you. What, what you're referring to is something that would be in a collective bargaining agreement that says, hey, we want tiered rewards for streams online. But because yeah. WWE because... Offers, uh, operates I... under an old formula where it's still based on pay-per-view buys, ticket sales, and buy rates, you know... Uh, they don't. It, it literally, you could watch one single match from one pay-per-view a thousand times and it wouldn't make any of the wrestlers in that match any money on the, the network because they're not incentivized based on the network. They're incentivized still based on the old way, which is pay-per-view buy rates, TV buy rates, and uh, ticket sales and merchandise sales. Damn. Now, I do think they get a bonus for upticks for pay-per-view. So, example, if there's increased membership to the network before pay-per-view, they get they get a bonus for those if they're okay. a fe- if they're featured in that pay-per-view. But that's peanuts because it's $10 a month. And plus once they again, grown because of somebody else. So, who do you give that to? Do you give it to, oh, well, we're going to have Roman versus Goldberg. Well, now do you give that to Roman still or do you give it to um do you give it to Braun? Right. And even even more than that, you've got once again the kickoff show. So uh, you're Daniel Bryan, one of the biggest stars uh, in WWE, and your match gets moved to the kickoff show. It doesn't matter if you drove a thousand buys to the network. You're on the kickoff show. You're not on the actual pay per view. Right. You don't get the the bonuses for it. Right. Which I think I, I, I like the idea of a CBA in this instance, because I'm I'm generally. And so you said earlier that you thought I, I was tuning out because of of uh, talk of unionization. Um, I, there's a difference between unioniza- unionization and CBA and, and um, honed skill CBA. There's only certain people who are going to play in the NFL. There's only certain people who can handle the pro wrestling environment and there's only certain people that are good enough that Vince is going to say you can be part of my organization and get the advantage of I think it would help it would create a a stiffer competition if there was a CBA Um, which is probably what Vince would contest because then suddenly he has to be he has to really evaluate his talent instead of just buying all the talent at that Mm -hmm. point Um, because he knows if they fail he has to pay them still yeah because they've got a guarantee. Which is why contract. they didn't renegotiate NXT when NXT went to television. Mm-hmm. But now, so, in a related I of a CBA in this instance, but I'm not in in other union environments. So that's that's why Smart said that. Um, 
I don't have a problem with the idea of a CBA. I have a problem with the idea of a CBA because your John Cena's, your Seth Rollins, um, these very outspoken um, Vinnie Mac guys are not in any way, shape, or form going to join up, join hands with you. Yeah. So, uh, in in a related to all of this uh, tangent, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the female wrestler Katarina. Um, if I'm correct, she used to wrestle in Lucha Underground. Um, she's, uh, I don't know, she, she's decent, right? I don't know if I've seen enough of her to really, really uh, appreciate her as a wrestler. But she did tweet out today that she said, and I quote, On a related note, I would like to express gratitude for having just received a check for a show that is not taking place from a company I do not have a contract with but was looking forward to finally working with, namely Ring of Honor, with a thoughtful and classy move. Uh-huh. So, nice. so she and that, today... And that part is, is the bigger part. Vince is exploiting a shitty situation. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's Vince. Like, that's not all billionaires. Let's keep that in mind, that, 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 Walt, that Walmart added 150,000 jobs mm. um, coming into this. And... Yes, their shares haven't really wavered because they've been considered essential. But at the end of the day, Walmart wasn't trying to find ways to get rid of people. And no, no, no. But Walmart, I was referring to Walmart. I was just referring to unionization because there has been also many complaints with Walmart that they do treat their employees bad and so on and so forth. We've just stuff over yeah. the years of news, right? Well, so I, I, I go ahead. Well, yeah, I get that. I, it's just under the same token, you know, uh, uh, Conagra Foods is not is not mistreating their employees. This is a, this is an isolated in, in a particular industry. This is an isolated individual who was kind of a craphead today. Um, he's he, very few people would tell you that Vince does not try to endorse his people, but once once he thinks he's done with him, he's done with him. Um, I mean, here's the deal. Do you want to see Killer Cross get screwed right now? No. For Anderson Gallows, Anderson and and Gallows, Gallows. Um, not really. Like, well, they, well, they did get screwed. This is I know, but <laughs> but there's there's a waiver there. You know, there's a balance that's that's taken. And I'm, and again, I'm not saying that he can't afford the four million dollars that this is going to cost. That this might save him. Um, I think there's value for lawsuit lawsuits here. Ooh. Uh, depending on how their contracts are written. I will say most wrestlers early in their careers are not good contract negotiators and probably don't pay for an agent who is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say also that Vince is more than willing to look at people who have a quality agent who hasn't proven himself, uh, a wrestler that in Vince's mind hasn't proven himself, and he's more than willing to say, well, fine, you go find some place else that pays this much money. Mm. So, you know, there's there's the ups and downs, and it, it's a very tangled industry. Um, it would be interesting to see a an organization come along, and maybe it's wrestler-owned for the most part, um, but somebody has most of the capital in it, Tony Khan. Um, maybe it's backed <laughs> by a company that, you know, um, I don't know, makes T-shirts or something. Yeah, piss so, Yeah, maybe, maybe some piss Shirts just for piss ants. Yeah. That it makes, but um, and and come together and say, hey, listen, if we're going to give you the the go ahead, you're going to get a three year contract and you're going to get that guaranteed money, even if we cut you. However, if we do cut you and you go work somewhere else, 
the point where you start working for that somewhere else mm-hmm. and I do think that's fair as well the point where you start working for that somewhere else just like a uh, Bo Pelini's contract for Nebraska football, and I apologize for everybody who's listening who doesn't know, but Bo Pelini's contract for Nebraska football, he got paid a boatload of money until he started coaching at Youngstown State. He wanted to continue his career. That's fine, wrestler. Continue your career. We'll only pay you the extra above what you're actually getting for that other place. Some people will manipulate that and be like, well, okay, I'm going to get this wrestler for pennies on the dollar because Vince still has to pay me. That's fine. Um, I think that could happen with a, an organization that also only puts out three-year contracts instead of five years just to keep them off the market longer. Do we know how much Vince, how much money Vince lost with the XFL or how the bankruptcy thing would work? Uh, um, actually lose money? Yeah, he's going to lose some money. There's no way about it. But uh, with the bankruptcy filing, the way that that bankruptcy is, a lot of it's going to be debt restructuring. Um, that is going to allow them to restructure a lot of the debt and not owe as much money. And then they'll be able to do things like sell off naming rights and stuff like that um, to to other companies to recoup. So he's not going to lose as much as as he could from it. But yeah, I he's think gonna... this it really was a perfect storm of him starting a company in the same year that he couldn't complete what that company started. I mean, he couldn't even complete the XFL season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that plays a lot into this decision. Unfortunately, uh, you shouldn't. Really, the biggest fault that he made was he came out to um, to shareholders and said, "Hey, listen, we got five hundred million dollars in cash assets ready to roll if this gets out of hand." Well, that oddly, that's really close to the number that the XFL cost him. Really close to the number that the XFL cost him, and mm-hmm. so. That could get that. That's where it starts to get really hairy. But um, now, one thing I, I want to say in the middle of all of this is that, um, in, in a totally separate note, I really, really, really hope Braun Strowman feels like absolute shit right now uh, for his comments the other day. Oh, and uh, now the other, I, the other thing to that is, I was thinking of this earlier. Braun can't. Now you can't turn Braun heel on that token. Or you can, but then you're really wicked and horrible and evil. And Vince would definitely do it. I think Vince would love to do that at this point in time. But then you'll never get any of those wrestlers back. So, <laughs> you know, so there is that. All your but, whining. Yeah. You should just be good at your jobs. So, oh, okay. You're going to tell me that Drake Maverick isn't as good at yeah. wrestling. Well, and, and the thing is. It wasn't even that you shouldn't. You should be good at your job. It was you should work harder. You should work hard at your job. Um, work hard and to be I, seven, three hundred and forty pounds of yeah. pure steel. You want to tell me that Drake Maverick didn't work hard? Drake Maverick worked his, his tail off, right? Uh, uh, well, when was the last time we've seen Drake Maverick? He's he's going to be wrestling on SmackDown this week or two of us. <laughs> yes. Yes, he, he is. And actually, five tournament. Yeah. The two of my life. He actually he negotiated actually... to finish this tournament for the sake of the tournament. Mm-hmm. He actually had a better view of it than Vince did. Oh snap! So if you get a chance, um, he he shared a video of of his reactions to it. It literally looks like he got off the phone and then sat down and recorded. He is about to cry in it it is absolutely heartbreaking it's worth watching it's worth sending some love his way um, send me send me that uh send me that link 
I, I think I did earlier, but I'll, I'll do it again. It's it's uh he put it up on his Twitter. So if you go to Drake okay. Maverick's Twitter, you can find it there. Um, he he's it's it's heartbreaking. But he said that you know as part of this, he was able to negotiate that he will be in the tournament. And if this is he says it this way, if this is my last three matches, uh, then I I'm gonna put my heart and soul into it. Um. Uh, and if he doesn't win in the first round of the tournament, it will be his last match, not three matches, you know? So no, it, the, the tournament, because I watched AEW tonight, because I have to. Uh, NXT? Uh, NXT, sorry. Um, the <laughs> tournament is actually, sorry, yeah, you're right. I don't watch AEW because I can't. Anyway, um, the, uh, the the tournament is actually designed in a different way than that. Um, and so it's a round-robin setup. Okay. So. Anyways, um, but I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to watch him. And if you think he didn't work as hard as Braun Strowman or harder, that's ludicrous, right? If you think Gallows and Anderson weren't working as hard as Braun Strowman um, or Heath Slater working as hard as Braun Strowman, you know, I, I mean, Kurt Hawkins went through a three-year losing streak, a very public three-year-long losing streak uh, where he was the butt of all the jokes on WWE. If you think that wasn't working as hard as, oh, yes, for sure. as Braun Strowman is, then then you you've got your thoughts in the wrong spot. You're you're something off with your head. Um, but so you know we could keep talking for hours on this, and and I'm sure we will talk about it more. I just kind of wanted to get together and and talk about it, get our thoughts out on it. And then um, part of it I wanted to do at the end here was issue a call out. And this call out goes out to any wrestler who has uh, lost income because of this coronavirus, Uh, whether you're a WWE wrestler who's recently been released or an independent wrestler who... Um, can't do any events right now because they've all been shut down or a wrestler for one of the other promotions that just isn't making money because they can't do uh, that. Um, Whatever your situation is, if you're a wrestler that's being negatively impacted by this whole situation and you uh, have a a merch store or a cameo where you you record greetings for people, a way to make some money, a way for fans to support you, I'm going to issue this call. I know we're not the biggest podcast on the planet, right? We're 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 growing. We're new to the game. But if you're a wrestler and you want to, um, I'm putting the call out. Contact us. DM me on Twitter. Go to the anchor.fm slash raw and order WBU and click the leave a message, leave a voice message one. Um, however you can, get in touch with me. I would love to feature links to your merch store or your cameo your whatever um on our website i would love to talk about them on our podcast and tweet about them and get them out there anything that we can do to help anyone out so um if you're a listener to this show and you know some some wrestlers who are are struggling because of this uh send them a link to my twitter um uh let them know that i we're more than happy to talk about their stuff and get their name out uh, share it to as many people as we can because, I mean, this is the time to to support your favorite wrestlers, support wrestlers in general, and help everyone through this. Um, I don't have any specific ones to talk about right now, but I can tell you that you can always go to PWTs or ProWrestlingTees.com um, They've got 
individual stores for tons of wrestlers. Some signed to AEW, some signed to other other ones, and and some of them that um, are now unemployed, like Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, have their own store on there. Um, but go there, go to the the wrestler-owned stores on there. Uh, support your favorite wrestlers. Support anyone you can, but let them know we would love to get their name out. Get get their store out to more people um and like i say i know we're not the biggest name in the game but we we'd love to help any way that we can so um so if you know anyone or or just want to tweet this out just tweet out at whoever your wrestlers are that you want to support and say hey get in touch with raw and order wbu they'd love to feature you um in a segment on on one of their upcoming shows so oh um on that note, uh, because the recording of this went as late as it did and everything, I, I will uh, warn that the AEW and NXT reviews might be a little bit late this week because uh, we took our normal recording times for that for this. So um, do either of you have anything else to say before we wrap this up? Well, you know, and you're right about in terms of, you know, we are a small podcast, but at the same time, um, you know, getting your stuff uh, anywhere, you know, just one extra person on each different podcast buying your shirt or, you know, doing something to help support indie wrestlers or wrestlers who have been fired uh, by certain corporations uh, due to this. You know, we're, we're all here to help each other out. We're, we're here, we're podcasting because we love the sport of professional wrestling and we support every professional wrestler who does what they do because they know they're simply doing it for our entertainment. And it's just really sad uh, to see these kind of things happen on such a horrific time. Uh, and, you know, so that's pretty much it. Very, very sad news it's the worst Rusev day ever in that regard and it's just mind-blowing uh, of what Vince McMahon did and that's pretty much it aside to say that I'm just completely shocked anything you have to say DA fame nah we'll just uh, I've got I've got these wrestlers and my thoughts and prayers and and uh, we really we really do want to want to see the best for you guys um, even if I did say that you're considered a liability. I'm not saying you're you're just if you can't if you aren't producing. I understand we're we're he's letting you go. It, it is a crappy crappy time to do it, and it's the worst possible thing to do at this exact moment. Um, so yeah. But yeah. So um, once again, if anyone needs help and needs uh, getting their names out, we'd be happy to help out in any way we can. Tweet at me at raw and order wbu. Um, you can also tweet at uh, D.A. Fabe at D.A. Vincent K. Fabe or you can tweet at Justin at at JLB420 Real Talk Radio 8 is my Twitter uh, Real Talk Radio podcast one or anchor.fm slash RTR and all my social medias are there as well but so um, on that note we will probably sign off for this um, very shitty episode of Raw and Order um uh, thoughts and, and everything to all the people affected negatively today. Um, hopefully things get better in the future, but um, we will be back soon with uh, hopefully more lighthearted uh, content. But thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon.